Brian Court Talk affects the Mayans. Welcome to the Clubhouse Prospects. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, watchers. Well, that was a pretty cool episode. That was an amazing episode we, with some cool shout outs. I did. I liked that episode. Um, I, I'm really liking the way the cartel movie, the show is going. Oh, mm. this is about an MC. Oh, well, I'll get to that later. Well, it's an MC, and well, because of their proximity to Mexico, like they're in with Galindo. Not of their own volition, though. No. I'm just. That's, oh, all on Alvarez. I will talk about that in a little bit. Anyhow, mm-hmm. just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can they get people to reach us? Oh, you can find us a lot of ways. I am on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. You can also follow Pure Fandom as well if you want to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Uh, you can check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There are groups on there that talk about scorpions and how, you know, all the different types of scorpions there are in the world, the ones that glow in the dark, the ones that will kill you, the ones that just hang out and do stuff. And you get horoscopes, too. Yeah, oh, that's right. Scorpios. Huh. There yeah. you go. Because my birthday's coming very that's, soon. So is mine very soon. Scorpio. Yeah. Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours is closer than mine. Okay, fine. Happy birthday, Brad. You're younger. Everybody say, happy birthday, Brad. Uh, that's next week. <laughs> oh, that's another thing facebook is good for birthdays so yay yay for that um but other than that if you don't want to know your besties birthdays um you can follow pure fandom on facebook but we also have a couple of different groups over there we have our brad and court talk uh pure fandom group where we are talking about different things i think you had a candy man post that you just made earlier and we'll discuss that later because i have i have thoughts i have so many thoughts okay I love that. <laughs> um, we also have our Ben Helsing group. That show's coming back soon on uh, Sci-Fi. If you have not seen it yet, go ahead and check it out on Netflix. The first two seasons are available now in the U.S., and I believe internationally they were already showing it. Um, so go ahead and check that out. It's it's a really cool show. Uh, also, we have our Watches of Anarchy group that opened up again um, now that uh, one of Sutter's shows is back in this universe of Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans. Yes, and if you join that group, I mean, we got a live discussion thing that's going on, like we used to have back in the day, and I just threw it up there last night. I really didn't tell anybody, so really no one was there, but me and a couple people. So, yeah, that's going to be going on every week. If you want to have a live discussion, go on there. Hey, if you post in there, we may talk about it here on the podcast, so there you go. Yes, and we also might pop in over there for um, a live segment. Yes, So keep an eye out. Not tonight, because I got stuck behind a train that wasn't moving. He did, and I've been up since 5 a.m. So. And I had to go all yeah. hardcore rogue motorcycle guy and make my own path. And Oh, was there, like, action music playing? Oh, I like, was actually dodging scene? around cars. I know one guy got really pissed at me, but I was like, whatever, dude. But you had, like, the chasing music it, on from it, last night. I did, actually. had Sirius XM on. It was playing music, and I was like, I got to go, man. Nice. I got a podcast to do. Oh, I wish I could have videotaped that. That's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. Um, so, of course, this podcast will contain spoilers for Sons of Anarchy, especially when we have different cameos. So if you didn't happen to watch Sons of Anarchy and are watching Mayans brand new, please uh, excuse our spoilers that we might give you or some behind the scenes stuff that we might tell you. Oh, this character is so and so. 
like mm-hmm. Chucky and the reason why he has his hands looking like that. Yes. So many things. Um, also, a closer look at that table. I got a close look at the table um, during the week and the Mayan motif at the center. It just looks really awesome. And it looks like it's constructed using like gears and pieces or cogs from a motorcycle. Like, is that right? I, Did you get a chance to look at it? I wasn't sure if it was mo- pieces of the motorcycle. And I need to go back and look again because there's another one that's on the wall that looks really cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. I know it's metalwork. And I know you've done like work with metal right. and soldering. Like, you're very hands on with stuff. Yeah. I need to pay more attention to it. I know they are in the junkyard, which still annoys me to no extent. <laughs> but it's, it's a cool setting for a motorcycle club. Did I talk about that last week? I don't, I don't know. Think they did. You may have. Okay, I'll I'll recap it again real quick. So when Sons of Anarchy was on, I was writing a audio drama called uh-huh. Devil Sinners. Uh-huh. At which point their clubhouse was in a junkyard. Okay, mm-hmm. I was doing this in like 2011. I still haven't finished it yet. We're going to do it next year. We're, we'll definitely have it finished. But it was in a junkyard, and literally it's the same exact setup. And at one point, I did have those up online. So I'm just saying. I'm, you know, there you go. They were up online in audio format. That could have been inspiration. <laughs> I have no idea. So maybe not, but I, stranger things have happened. Anyhow, that's what you get when you put out stuff for free. All right. So there, that's my thing. But it could have been parts from the junkyard. I mean, it looked really cool. I mean, metal art's really cool anyhow. So I don't know. I will definitely take a bigger look at that next week. Definitely. Definitely. Um, And if you were curious about the ratings, uh, the new series was the highest rated cable series premiere of 2018 with 6.8 million total viewers. So that's pretty cool, right? What was the second highest rated show on the cable this year? I have no idea. Like I just had that one. I just want to know that answer too. Oh, I'll, I'll find it. I'll look it up. I'm curious to see what the ratings do in like four episodes. Where are we at? Did they drop or, you know... Oh, okay. I'll keep an eye out for that because I think they count everything. Like they count the actual watch, like people watching and the DVR. Oh, cool. They're actually counting that now. Yeah. Yeah, I think they count all that. So I'll check to see what it looks like at the end of this week and I'll post it in the Facebook group. All right. Okay, for those curious. Um, Also, if you've seen some of the art that's floating around for the show, like how cool is that whole uh, stained glass motif like with the the main characters and everything? Have you seen it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. um, So we can jump into the episode. uh, And like I had done a little research on uh, the episode titles. Like you've seen the titles haven't you? Yes, I have. Like they have different animal names. Um, Monsters and Critics actually did a post about it where they broke down all of the titles. Like, I didn't post it here, or um, I'm not going to talk about all of them here right now because I don't want to spoil future titles. Mm-hmm. But of course, we know that this episode was titled um, is Scorpion and then it's Dizek. And I know that he, they said um, it had relations to, of course, the Mayan calendar. And as for the Scorpion, it looks like they're going to be using animal titles for many of the episodes during the season. And they said for this symbolic part of it, uh, the Scorpion, um, depending on the religion, ah, are you going to fix that? Yep. Uh, the Scorpion, depending on the region and culture, symbolizes change and impending danger. This combined with the episode synopsis could make for an action-packed episode with great change and deadly consequences for the Santo Padre uh, 
chapter or charter. So that's what Monsters and Critics said. That was, that was a small segment. They have a whole article that's posted and dedicated for the, all the titles. So if you're curious for more, just go ahead and take a look at that. I'll post that on the Facebook group as well if anyone's curious. Well, let me just say, this, the title of this episode, A Scorpion, I, was, I have a different take on this. Uh-huh. Okay. So... I also cover a show on Sci-Fi Channel called Z Nation. It's pretty cool. ZNationPodcast.com. Anyhow, on season two and three, we were introduced to a character whose name was Escorpion. He was a total badass. When we first saw him, he actually had a bazooka, and it was pretty. It was kick-ass. And his name is also Hector Alvarez. I'll give you a hint who he's played by. <laughs> Okay. Oh, who could it be? Was it Jax? Uh, no. Ah. Anyhow, I have this wild theory that when he first came on there, um, that Hector Alvarez was actually the twin brother of Marcus Alvarez. <laughs> and after the zombie uprising, they got separated and they both went their own in different ways. I actually posted a picture of one of Z Nation um, pictures with... Uh, Emilia Rivera as Hector Alvarez. And it, it was kick-ass. It was just one of those funny moments of like, oh my God, it's come back into meaning again. <laughs> we had this whole discussion about it on the Zcast when we were doing it, but I just got a kick out of it because, you know, and it's a scorpion. That's what's his name. And actually, a scorpion, when Emilia Rivera was cast in the role, he went out and had like a custom scorpion ring made up for just for his character that he wore on set. <laughs> things you don't know That's pretty cool. so there you go okay so enough about a show that no one else is watching at the moment let's talk about some of the seriousness that went on in this episode so okay. the baby's been stolen and everybody's uh-huh. looking for you have flashbacks didn't you of a baby being stolen yeah i know i was wondering when we're going to get to belfast yeah but I'm, i was glad that we got to it so quickly instead of waiting in a couple seasons for it to happen and then spending a whole season to find him. So Christabel, Christabel, uh, hopefully they find him quickly and they don't take us to, to, to Belfast. Well, they, they could take us to Belfast. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. They I'd rather go to there. Brazil. <laughs> we could go somewhere. You never know. Okay. I, it's, it's a, uh, there's a lot of stuff there. It's like, first thing is, does Kurt Sutter really hate children that much? Just get them all told. You uh. know? Fred. I'm just saying he's we get killed a kid well, while we're in this episode no, also. But, but that's the stakes with this when you involve the Galindo cartel. Like we know from um was it the the Los Ovedados, uh the forgotten ones that the the Galindo cartel and all cartels or whatever, they have Mexico in their grip uh, right. with all the drug running and everything. They have control of everything. And they kill people or they disappear people. They take whatever they want. Uh, we know that these guys are brutal. We know that from this episode alone where we saw them torture that one guy and then at the end, like, kill him and his kid to send a message. Right. And it, and how they drop them out in public like that, that's really not that big of a thing. I mean, you watch the news. The cartels and stuff down there will make, you know, 20, 30 people disappear. And next thing you know, there's, like, these bodies being found outside of city limits or there was one last year at some point in time like heads kept appearing on a bridge oh my <laughs> you know? god it's like this is shit that goes down in those um 
cartels and stuff like that. And then yeah, they're sending but I messages. think it was a very big thing for for Miguel because apparently Miguel hadn't been completely in in position or whatever as a leader and doing all the stuff that he should to command, I guess, the respect that he should have been um, for tell from that story that his mother told. And I guess right. was it what is his consigliere's name? You know that guy's name? Oh. No, not right off. I'll have to look it up. I love the actor. He's been in a lot of stuff that I really enjoy. But basically, I guess the guy worked for his father and he knew how the father worked. And if you want to keep control of the cartel, you have to be as brutal and unforgiving as your father was. Like the fact that the mother told that story about their first son where he got kidnapped and instead of giving up the cartel, like they just said, okay, do what you're going to do. And they went and had another kid. It's like, oh, okay. And I, I was really hoping... Like despite what we've seen already from Miguel, that he wouldn't take that advice or that he wouldn't, you know, move forward and be as brutal as he ended up being. But we, we've seen that from like the first episode where he had that dude's arms cut off. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think at, that was worse. No, no, yeah. not burning that the was child. So alive. And then he was going to burn the, the kid. Oh, yeah, no. He did, burn, was, he did burn the kid. But yeah. I mean, you just look at it. Miguel was like the anti-Jax, basically. Kind of, kind of, Ooh, sort of. No, 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 no. I had a thought. What's like, your thought? Because I, I, I'm trying to actively not compare anyone to Sons of Anarchy. Like, this person is this person, and this person is this person. So, like, I feel like um, Miguel and Easy are the two parts of Jax. Um, okay, his, yeah. The dark side and the light side. Well, if you look at Miguel, right... Okay, both Miguel and Jax, both men mm-hmm. lived in their father's shadows. Yes. We see that. Yes. Uh, Miguel's father built a cartel. JT built the sons. Jax had a very screwed up marriage with Wendy. Uh-huh. Miguel's marriage with Emily is basically sound. She doesn't want to be involved in the cartel business, where else, you know, Wendy was doing all the smack and drugs and everything. And no, you can't even compare. Go ahead and compare Tara and Jax's marriage. The whole thing with Wendy was messed up. He just got married because he he wanted to get married. But if you look at his mom, you know, uh, she was willing to give up a son, very much the opposite of Gemma also, who Mm -hmm. was all about family. Yes. And then speaking of sons, we have the whole naming your son after your brother. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the two things that we got going. Well, you know, a couple Aww. things we got going on with that. Did you, did you even notice that part? That's where I was like, "What is this?" Okay, we got an interesting. Yeah, thing. no, I, I saw that part. And the big difference between the two men was Miguel's actually going with the ways of the cartel rather than making his own decisions, like Jax was trying to do. Right. Well, if we were talking about seasons, well, I no, still in, pretty much in a whole, Jax was always trying to make his own way. And he wasn't mm. going with the club nearly as much because he's always had something going on, like you know his his dad's book. There was there were times, but you know Miguel's actually he's with the uh, cartel, is mm-hmm. doing what he has. But other than uh, certain times where he's with other people, he doesn't really get his hands dirty with things. He went to school, you know, he went to the Ivy League school, learned all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then came back. Where he probably met Emily. Right, exactly. And do we know Jax could do the brawling and had no problem starting fights and loved getting in fights versus Miguel has, you know, the book smarts to get other people to do the stuff for him. Um, I do find that in this show, episode two, 
that Miguel is the most interesting character on the show so far that I like, and I want to know more about him and everything else, which is really kind of sad in a way because he doesn't even ride a motorcycle. <laughs> um, well, it's not really sad. Like that's, that's the job of the show is to get you interested in these characters. Like the complexities of the different characters. It's just like what, what we found out for with Coco, we knew right. he was a jokester last week, but we found out some pretty dark and deep stuff about him and his family. I mean, Coco is my favorite character on the show. He's, True. he's there, but yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of my only issue with this one is, and I know it can change at some point in time, but this show isn't necessarily an MC show. It's more of a cartel show with an MC in it. True. Versus Sons of Anarchy was always a MC show with other groups in the MC and it's more or less cause they always kind of did, you know, they wanted to do what they wanted to do. Even if they're running guns or drugs or whatever, they're still focused on them. This is more focused on the cartel telling the MC what to do. And I, I give it, it's a second episode. So we have that and we can build on that also, but I kind of miss the MC part of it. It just seems as, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm hopefully, it changes at some point in time, but that's in the second episode. I think it's too focused on a cartel for me. But I feel like we're not going to get away from the cartel. I, I, um, not unless Angel's plan goes through, and I don't. I don't know how that. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't. Like feel we're talking we can about Mexico here. Yeah, I don't um, feel we can ever get away from the cartel. Yeah, we saw what happened when Jackson Company tried to get away from those guys. You know, theirs kind of worked. Yeah. But that's because they hand it over to somebody else. Like that's like one of those horror movies, The Ring, where if you watch the tape, you have to show it to somebody else <laughs> to get rid of the. Then they can leave. Yeah, was it? It follows or whatever. You have to turn yeah. it on to somebody else. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other really cool things that happen. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you this part. Do you really believe the story about what happened to Miguel's brother? I don't, I don't know. Like initially I did. Cause she, she really got me. She was so she, I was remember I said, I'm trying not to compare anyone, but she was so Jim about the whole thing where she was just stating facts. I like just doing business. Like, no, Gemma did what she needed to do when she um, wanted Jax to do something for her, right. uh, even if it meant lying. So she told the story, and I, I thought she was telling the truth in, in the course of her telling the story. But then um, when the guy, I have to figure out what his name was, um, they were like, oh, we, like, we, we both did this to him. Like, this is our fault. I think she lied to motivate him. I think you're true. I, I, there's something else going on. There's a little bit more behind it. We may actually find out later at some point, which I'm sure we will possibly. But yeah, there, there's something else going down. Something that we need to know. Okay. So my other issue that I had this episode, <laughs> the car chase scene. Let's talk about this for a moment. Other than I mean, come on! That, it's it's a it's in the sense of anarchy universe. There had to be car chases. I know, but okay, we know this, and I, I want these people to be smarter. But I realize That's why we had to get to where we have to get to. Mm -hmm. If you are setting somebody up to surprise them when they pull up in their car, don't immediately walk out the door thirty feet from them. They will turn around and get back in their car and leave. But, Brad, then we would not get a car chase. And that's what we got with the car chase. We had to set up the car chase so Easy sees the car, which at some point in time, his memory is going to come to play with something. 
that's going to come in somehow at some future date. He's going to have to remember like how to defuse a nuclear bomb, you know, MacGyver style or something like that. And he's going to be like, I saw that show on YouTube and go to town. Or, you know, it's probably going to, he's going to remember like a uh, lock for a safe or something like that. It's going to come into play at some point in time. But we have the car chase, so he sees the car. And then the most horrific CGI I have seen in a while happens when the car wrecks. Mm-hmm. I I don't even... I, I, I want to understand why we had to have that one bad CGI section. I've seen Sharknadoes that look more realistic. But I'll let it go. The best part of the whole car uh, wreck that made up for the CGI issues was the comment that was made, how was your visit to the Upside Down? <laughs> Which just goes to show that on days off, the Mayans binge Stranger Things. I just had a vision in my head when he said that of them in the clubhouse just sitting around watching Stranger Things. And I kind of wanted at the end of the episode while they were drinking their light beers oh, for them to be I ain't even watching like the TV. That would have been too perfect. It's- Damn, look at her. You know, I just, yeah. I totally see Go it. 11. I totally see it. They're sitting there binge watching Stranger Things. They got Netflix going on. Yeah, and, Demogorgon, man. Yeah. And at the end of a hard day of MC, you know, there's nothing a Mayan doesn't like than a little Miller Light. I'm like, really, people? You couldn't get like a real beer? Don't beer shame, Brad. I'm beer shaming. Because that was ad placement if I've ever seen it. Just make it say beer. It would at least be happier, you know? <laughs> just, <sighs> just a moment. Okay, I'm good now. Uh, also, can I mention that I was severely disappointed when Adama said Jesus and didn't finish with Christ? I just want him to say frack. Well, I should probably. We really need to cut, stop calling him Adama, don't we? Okay, when, yeah, Felipe, it's, it's Felipe. when Felipe yeah. did, said Jesus, I was like, oh, he was right there at the Christ part. Oh, right there, right there. So close. And who do we have show up this week? Oh, man. An old favorite of ours, Chucky, played by Michael Orenstein. I was surprised to see that. Not Well, I, I'm surprised to see all of them because we're going to keep going through characters. And this is three years after. I guess the sons have gone straight or something, and he doesn't have a job there anymore. Uh, or yeah, they didn't have anyone to um, you know operate the shop anymore. They didn't need it as a front. Or maybe Charming kicked them out of town because they're like, "You guys should not be here anymore. You caused too much trouble." Right? Yeah, we don't really know what's going on with you know the the Redwood. Chapter. Or maybe they disbanded. No, they didn't disband. It's, I, think I mean, the Redwood chapter, maybe, after all the crap that happened. Maybe the other chapters came in and were like, look. It, that's a possibility. Whether or not we ever get that answered is a different story. But I like the fact that Chucky ended up with the Mayans. Because we got to remember, even Chucky was a criminal, but he's in mastermind at the numbers and, you know, pushing yes, things is. through. That's why he, well, that's not why he lost his fingers. No, he lost that's, his fingers because he was a compulsive masturbator. He and, still is. If I think you, yeah, we didn't. Oh, it's, see it's it. always there. He just couldn't see it, you know. Uh, thank for thank goodness for that. Now there was a uh, interview that came out with him on that was on EW, and we'll we'll post it here in a couple days. I just don't want to post it yet because it has his face on it, and for people who haven't seen the show, I'm like, oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, we have people like all over the the world that watch this right. episode. I think uh, 
people in Scotland and uh, Australia. Yeah. Um, they have been contacted us to let us know that they're watching the episode either the next day or the day, days later. Yeah. So, so I, I don't like, like posting spoiler stuff up there. But anyhow, he was still in L.A. Um, actually, Michael Ornstein helped design one of my tattoos. <laughs> yes, he did. And I still actually have one of that uh, drawing that he did up here on my wall. He actually sent it to me. So he was contacted by Sutter and asked if he was still in L.A. And he said, yeah. And he got on the show again, and they brought him back, which is really kind of cool. But if you notice, he was talking about if you look at his hands, you know, his fake gloves, mm-hmm. Chucky's been working there for a while, so he's repaired them with, you know, metal and stuff like that. There's been I noticed that a lot of uh, work that's gone on to his hands. So, and, Oh, well, I hope he's not doing anything with his hands then. Well, he just, just with figures. that metal on there. Yeah. And but then again, you know, when he took a look at the computer, what did he say? Oh, he say lo acepto. And if we know Chucky, what does that mean? I accept, I accept that. that. <laughs> yep. That's Chuck that was Chucky's favorite thing to say. So yes. it was kind of a shout out to uh, days past. Very much so. And since we know he's working for the Mayans, we're sure to see him again. Oh, for sure. They just wouldn't have him just show up and not, you know, be in the show another time. I mean, yeah, I mean like I, he works with Coco. Right. It wouldn't be very often, but he's going to be there. He's going to be doing stuff. So we should. That be, makes me yeah. happy. I, it, oh, it God. Don't let him cook chili. Oh, no. Don't let him cook chili. <laughs> Although with all the um, severed heads you were talking about before, it would only make sense. Ah, Yes, it would. <laughs> Okay, so what else do you have on this? I have so many notes. Okay, um, so the guys, they apparently were looking for Louie throughout the episode, um, who was with Dogwood, uh, a gang, because mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to track down to see where the Galindo's drugs um, may have ended up. And they end up going to the Refugio Karma. Um, it's a, it's, it looks like a dog shelter, or an animal shelter. Um, before they went in, did you notice the station wagon? When he drove by it, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so that was kind of planted there for later, you guys, um, because we know what happened with that afterward, towards the middle part of the episode. But they went in, and we saw the animals at first, and then we saw people in cages. So was she helping them detox, or was she giving them drugs? I I was a little confused about that. That was a total detox thing. That's what I took it as. Okay, okay. All right, so cool. Um, and they noticed that one of the guys um, who was detoxing, he was actually a part of the the Dogwood gang. And um, they asked her, you know, when that guy was being picked up. And uh, she, she was like, today. So they were able to catch up with Louie. And, of course, that led to that awesome uh, car chase scene that Brad was talking about earlier. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you talked about the Upside Down. And um, we have the information about Coco's sister, so uh, they were talking to Louie, and Louie thought they were after him for a whole different reason than what came up. And um, he was talking about, hey, yeah, I didn't know that was your sister until we already took the pictures of her, and the clips are already out there, dude. It's on the internet, and it's there <laughs> forever. I'm sorry. And the guys had no idea what was going on, but they went along with it, and they thought maybe um, – he, he had the wrong girl, but we later find out that that was Coco's sister. Um, and he ended up going on the streets looking for ladies of the night. And he found someone who didn't look anything like that young girl. And we find out it was who, Brad? His mama. But Coco he, did lie to the boys, too. 
Yes, he did lie sister. to the boys. Um, so that was his sister. Uh, so maybe the sister ended up with the mother at some point in time. Maybe she ran away and she is involved with this. Or like, I don't know why he went and got his mother. But maybe it's to find out what's going on with his sister to help her. He did have a very nice ride. He did. That was a cool car. I hope nothing happens to it. All right. Um, I really liked Felipe's morning chats with his wife, who's no longer with him. I thought that was a really sweet added touch to his character. We talked about Miguel's brutal message that he sent in response to Cristobal's uh, kidnapping. So question for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So Miguel's throwing grease um, on the dad and he's about to get to the son. We see that moment when easy leans over and speaks to his brother. Do you think that's really what he said to him? Um, that, like you treat Mexicans any other way you tell, you call them these names. They, you wonder why they stole your son, basically. Right. Like, how about that moment when um, Miguel went to go after him and for Gino and Presidente, they stand in front of him. I like that. I thought that was a good plan right there. Cause you know, basically he is a Mayan. I mean, they kind of got to back him, even though he's a prospect uh, yeah. with Alvarez stopping in front of him. That was still a good thing. Yeah, that was cool. And but I was waiting for them to um get upset with him outside of the meeting, but they didn't. Like they they were cool with what he did, basically. Because I don't think they liked what was going on either. They weren't down for that. That was just a little that was more than they wanted to do. Right. And of course, we're gonna see how they react to finding out that Miguel actually burned those two um individuals up. Right. Because that's where and they that's- stepped up when, you know, they started off with the sun. Yeah, and I think Angel said that Bishop was going to freak out when he found out what happened. Right. I just want Bishop to find out everything. Like, I want him to figure out um, what Angel's up to and mm-hmm. to work with Angel. Like, I don't like secrets. Yep. It's, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It, that's never good. No, not at all. I wasn't a fan of Emily showing up at the butcher shop later and um, and seeing uh, Easy. Right. Like, she's, she's trouble. She's so much trouble. And like her husband won't talk to her. She he's on this dark, dark path. But you married into the cartel, honey. What do you want? Exactly. And I like that she shows up at the butcher shop. It's like the bodyguards aren't going to go. Oh, by the way, we went here. Well, that's why um, Felipe gave her that meat because she went shopping at the in the dead of night when her son was missing yep. and got meat. Yes. So nobody knows what that means. Yeah, they had to go get dinner. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just that. I, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like she's she's pulling him in close to her, but she's married to Miguel. Like that's disaster waiting to happen. I still want to know what happened to their original child. I do too. I was waiting for a flashback of some whatever happened with the kid. I think the kid lived, and maybe she she gave it up. Yeah. But if she was at Cornell, like I don't know when she met. Cor- um, I don't know when she met um, Miguel or yeah. where it really happened. No. Yeah. I, I guess we'll find out more. We did get a little tidbit from eight years ago where we saw the body being willed away. And right. We saw young Easy uh, with Felipe, and he was trying to tell him that everything was. Oh no, he was asking, me, "Are you okay?" And that would. So have been I don't wrong. know. I think he was covering covering for Emily. Uh, that's a possibility too, but that was definitely Mom who was dead. I think. Oh, was that Mom? I, that was eight years ago. That's kind of how they said it. eight years is when she died. So yeah, but eight years ago was also probably when he went away to jail. I you know, I think it all it's all happened all at the same point in time. Yeah, or maybe the dirty cop had something to do with his mom's death. Oh, I agree. Or was the cop so actually dirty? Huh? That was the whole. Is it was the cop actually dirty, or did the DEA just say he was dirty just so he could get him out? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I would believe the dirty cop though, yeah. but who knows? It happens. Yeah. We'll find out. Yes, we will. 
and I know last week, this is the last couple of things I have. I know last week you were asking about the different titles that they have. Uh, we knew Presidente, President, of course, and Padrino is Godfather. That's Alvarez. Um, two other badges I spotted with their titles. It was a uh, Pacificador, uh, that's Peacemaker, and then, of course, sec- secretar- Secretario, uh, which is Secretary. And I do not know these guys' names yet. I know Angel, Coco, Bishop, Easy. Yeah. And I'll, I'll figure out the other guys' names. We're getting there with them, you know. Yeah. And that's how much tension has been between the club and the Galindo um, cartel between now now and, you know, since everything's been going on. Well, yeah, I did like that part with the fight, how, you know, it was just going on. And Alvarez was like, okay, give him a few more minutes. Yeah. Like, that was cool. And they needed it. Yeah. You got to beat down every once in a while. You know, it, it works out. Well, that and like, just think you have the club who's, you know, they, they can usually do whatever they want and they don't answer anybody. But now they're beholden to the Galindos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, like they chafe at that that authority. And of course, they have to bite back when they can at the Galindo cartel guys. And they ha- the guys there have to hate everything that's going on. So you got to see we've seen them clash. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Like, so they're free to hit each other, but not shoot each other. It'll be awesome to see that uh, happen much more in the future. I'm sure it will. Absolutely. Well, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, Winona Earth, 12 Monkeys, and some other amazing shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. So if you have a comment or you want to share your thoughts on the episode, you can find us, of course, on our Facebook page. You can uh, join us at Watchers of Anarchy. Or if you want to join us on our main group, it's Brad and Court Talk. Or you can find us on Twitter or the email. You can send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Definitely. And until next time. Lo accepto. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.